Yes, indeed. We'll have a natural ball. There you go. Uh, I'm going to read this about NFL officials that came into me as a text. And uh, let me just tell you, came from a gentleman who used to be a ref a while back. He said, uh, I was right about, he was listening, he said, I was right about the aging. He says, there are guys out there well into their 60s. Uh, this past year, they changed the NFL changed the mechanic. They had the deep officials on the sideline uh, do not have to backpedal uh, to try and stay ahead of these receivers. And these receivers are fast. I mean, come on, they're young, fast guys. Holy smokes! These, if you got officials in their sixties and they're trying, they're <clears throat> trying to keep up with receivers in their twenties. They're all they're they're born. They were born fast. The labor for the mother was an hour instead of five or twelve hours. They're that fast. They, boom! Here's your baby. <laughs> anyway, fast and quick. Anyway, they changed it so that the deep officials on the sideline do not have to backpedal and try and stay ahead of the receivers. They allow them themselves. They allow the refs to stay planted on the sideline about 25 yards downfield and officiate from that spot. So instead of seeing the officials all the way to the goal line on the long plays, you will see them trailing a play. The reason they do this, in this particular official's opinion, is simply that they can't keep up. Well, really, that I mean, that's a case of a big bucket of you know, no crap. They can't. I'm not picking on the rev. I'm just talking about the 60s and 20s. What do I mean? <laughs> it's ludicrous. Uh, so they change the mechanic. They can't keep up, obviously. They change a, a mechanic to benefit an older aging official who can't move m- much as he used to. Well, yeah, you can in their 60s. You can, I mean, anyway. Uh, that way they're allowed to keep their jobs a little bit longer for those of of us or those like he used to be a, a ref who work at lower levels. It's a joke. If you can't work, quit. <laughs> but the ego of some of these guys is off the charge. Uh, so anyway, the ego of some of these refs is off the charge. This is what he said. So there you have it. That's a fact. I believe it. I mean, I fully believe it. I mean, you see it, and you see the refs miss things. And they're not, I didn't realize they kept them in a certain spot and couldn't. I mean, I'm sure they back up a little or, or turn sideways and run, but they can't keep up with these guys, especially once they got momentum. All right, around the NFL yesterday, let's do some scoreboarding here. We didn't do that earlier. And then I want to talk, I'll give you the numbers again about Alabama, LSU, and Southern Cal versus Washington. Uh, Chargers and Jets play tonight, and Jets are plus three at home. How about that? <clears throat> Dolphins and Chiefs played yesterday morning. The Chiefs beat the Dolphins. Dolphins got 14 to third. Chiefs got all their points in the first and second quarter. And so the game in the fourth quarter had a pair of goose eggs, and that was it. Uh, just one of those games. Chiefs, Mahomes, and Tagliavu. Tagliavu. <laughs> I'll say Tua. Tagliavu. I know I've said it. Anyway, I'm going to stick with Tua. Thank you, Vailoa. Thank you, Vailoa. I'm looking right at it. I'm still struggling on it. Tua threw for a buck 93. Mahomes 185. It wasn't like they lit up the lamps uh, with a lot of passing up and down the field. But anyway, the bottom line was 21 14. Chiefs beat the Dolphins in uh, Frankfurt. 
Hot dogs were free yesterday at the stadium. Browns 27, Cardinals nothing. Cardinals got rid of their their quarterback, Dobbs. He he won a game for, was it Minnesota? He'd been there five days. Didn't even know the names of the, some of the, most of his players that he was playing with. Browns screwed up the Cardinals. Uh, <laughs> who was, I, I know I've seen it, but I, don't freeze up on me. Tune was the quarterback. <laughs> hey, honey, can you tune the piano? Tune, T-U-N-E. 58 yards passing, two picks. Arizona is angling for rock bottom and get Caleb Williams. Make no mistake, they're one and eight. Chicago two and seven. Carolina one and seven. Everybody in the AFC has won three or more. So no, New England. <laughs> excuse me, New England's law is two, only one two. As Jackie Gleason used to say, how sweet it is, yada yada. It's just proven that Belichick was not quite the coach everybody said he was. Seems Tom Brady carried him. The uh, anyway, all right, let's go on from scores here. Get over. Yeah, I got to see a psychiatrist about Belichick every once in a while. Uh, Saints beat the Bears 24-7. to Packers, uh, without Matthew Stafford, had uh, Brett Rippon. Like Mark Rippon, but it, it's Brett, I believe his first name, played for somebody that came. Uh, Boise State came to Virginia, and he was the quarterback there a few years ago. He's Mark Rippon's nephew. Jordan Love, 228 and a touchdown. So he righted the boat after last week's loss. Packers got hammered last week. Vikings with Dobbs, <laughs> 66 yards running, a buck 58 passing. And the Vikings beat the Falcons 31 28. Heineke, erstwhile mule skinner, 268 yards uh, passing, 21 for 38 a TD in that pick. There you go. That's that game. Minnesota beat them. Uh, let's see what we got. Ravens, uh, boy, but they, did they crush the Seahawks? Washington's got to play the Seahawks in Seattle Sunday. Yay. That's good. That's good. They're going to show up mad. <laughs> mad dogs in the noonday sun walking down the hot street and foaming at the mouth. That's like uh, to kill a mockingbird when Atticus had to shoot the dog coming down the street. Remember that one, don't you? Did you read the book? Did you see the movie? Did you do both? Yes. Uh, great book, To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, it's already break time. Uh, let's <laughs> we'll go through these other scores quickly. They shot the rabid dog. Texans 39-37 scored late to win. Yes, indeed. They, uh, Atlanta taking the lead. Or excuse me, uh, uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, Mayfield, 21 for 32, 65, two TDs. They had taken the lead in the fourth quarter uh, behind Mayfield and uh, led, thir- well, they were trailing 30-23. Uh, they got the lead and were winning 37-33 with 40 seconds to go. C.J. Stroud said, not in here. You're not winning this game, fellas. He got a short pass across the middle for 15 yards, touchdown, and that was at 39-37. Six plays, 75 yards, 40 seconds to win the game for the Texans. How about them apples? Uh, you like that one? And the Commanders and Patriots played. The Washington Salamanders won the game. Uh, Hal, uh, 29 for 45, 325. You know, that young man in the last two games has thrown for 722 yards. And had the Eagles on the ropes. They scored 62 against the Eagles in two games. 
pretty strong. Anyway, they won the game, and they didn't. <laughs> you can't just sit back and you know have cotton candy and enjoy the game. Colts beat the Panthers. Boy, woe be gone, Panthers. Oh, boy, Bryce Young, 173. Minshew, 127 for the Colts. Cowboys and the Barking Beagles of Philadelphia, 28-23. Barking Beagles. Raiders, 30-6 over the Giants. Danny DeVito again. Danny DeVito again uh, was the quarterback for the Giants. Jones played a little. He couldn't do it, and Danny DeVito came in. Final 30-6 after the Raiders dumped uh, Josh McDaniels, after the players, went to the owner and said, this guy, we can't take it. He's doing wrong. 24-18, Bengals over the Bills. Steelers won Thursday. Let's take a pause, and uh, Max, you'll be first when we return, but it's 9-13 to give you your fair shake. Well, we want to hear from our fine sponsors, and we'll come back to you first, Max. Stay with us. Join me and the Hashtag Crew every morning at 10. It's Greeny, starting at 10 o'clock after Sports Phone with Big Al on 1061 ESPN. Streaming live on the iHeartRadio app. We're here. Max is uh, in queue, so we'll go to Max first. Max, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm fine. Okay, I'm good. How good, are you? good. So, so you're coming around to my so you're coming around to my way of thinking on uh, on the on the genius, right? I've been saying it for a couple of years now. <laughs> now you come around to my way of thinking. You better watch out for that because your boy's going to call you. All the disciples, all the Belichick disciples. We're going to call you and give you hell about that. Well, you know, you can't you can't give Brady all the credit. I mean, uh, he didn't build the team uh, that was so good around he him. The Belichick. defense and the all. Well, Belichick built the team. You got to give him credit yeah, for that. You know, let me speak. Let me let me speak, please. Let me speak. As a middle of a sentence, Max. Go ahead. Go ahead. Max. Go ahead. The bottom line is. Brady didn't build the team. The offense around Brady and the defense, which was outstanding, was built by Belichick and his staff. That's all I was going to say. I just want to get it out. Belichick. Yeah. Belichick had nothing to do with drafting Brady. Nothing to do with drafting Brady. Belichick had never coached the game. When he got <clears> Belichick was coming off a, a, a spectacular failure with Cleveland. He probably never should have even gotten the job. Belichick didn't know who Brady was. Belichick didn't even know what he had in Brady when he had Brady. He didn't put Brady in until uh, until Bledsoe got hurt. Belichick, and mm-hmm. I'll be I'll, I'll even go a little further than that. I'll go a little further than that. You know, Belichick is is seen as this great defensive genius. No one has never had a great defense since uh, since Belichick's been in there. They've had some good defenses. I won't I won't I won't argue that they've certainly had some excellent defenses. It has some, they've had some good defenses, <laughs> but the big shutdown defenses like. You think about like the the '85 Bears, the '86 Giants, the uh, the defense of the Steel Curtains of Pittsburgh. They never had anything like that. Brady carried this guy to all those Super Bowls he went to. So when he goes to the Hall of Fame, Brady should carry him up to the podium because that would be symbolic. Because there's no way in the world Belichick Belichick wouldn't even won one Super Bowl without Brady, not one. He was a spectacular failure before he got to New. Before he got, he was he was a failure his first year with New England, and he had Drew Bledsoe. That was a pretty good quarterback. Drew Bledsoe was a better quarterback than any of the quarterbacks that won Super Bowls with Joe Gibbs. 
okay? <laughs> and he lost with him. All right. There's no way. I mean, if you want to think, I mean, obviously he's got the Super Bowls. He's going to the Hall of Fame. I get it. Okay. And, but, and I'll even go and, and just segue to this. There were rumors out there through some big media muckety muck that the Redskins were going to make a run at Bill Belichick. Now, I hope yesterday's game will squelch all. I mean, well, I hope the last four years will squelch that. But even if you, even if you thought, even if you were of the opinion that Belichick was once a great coach, which I'm obviously not, but if you're of that opinion, that's fine. You've got your right to your opinion. He's clearly not that man. We've already got one Friday coach now. We don't even know. You can't say that he wasn't a good coach. He was. He was a very good defensive coach for the New York Giants. Well, okay, but you know, I, I can't. I'm not. He has can't, can I speak? He has Lawrence Taylor. Oh, Max. Taylor. Max, when you're done speaking, let me speak. Okay, that's the way it works. I was done. All right, well, I was t- done. let me I say something. Then you then you said a ridiculous statement. I had to. I had to. Oh, I Max, had to Max, that, you're so. That's you know. I don't criticize you. Like I don't say you're an idiot. I don't say you say ridiculous statements. <laughs> let me just say what I got. You know, this is my show. Let me say what I want to say. You don't let me get it out, Matt. Never mind. All right. It is your show. It Never mind. Never. You think what you want to think, and I don't give a flying monkey's butt about it because you don't let me speak. You just got to speak over me all the time. <laughs> All right, we got to go. We got to go. Got to get to another caller. Hey, thanks, Max. Call back again. All right. You know, I mean, I've got the final word. I mean, Jesus almighty. I like Max, but Jesus mighty. Max, you got to let the other person speak. That's how a talk show works. Now, if there are no callers, then yes, I'll speak. I'll get Alan involved. You know, know, that'll happen. We'll do more with Alan as the time goes on. But, yeah. You gotta let the host speak. You know, it's not you're not Johnny Carson up on the stage doing a monologue. It's a dialogue, and yes, you gotta give a lot of credit to to to, uh, to uh, Belichick. As much as I hate to say that, you know, you gotta give Belichick credit. I mean, yes, Brady helped. Yes, Brady won a Super Bowl in Tampa. Yes, I know all these things. And yes, without Brady, he wouldn't have won six Super Bowls. I know all these things. But bottom line is you got to give Belichick some credit. Don't make me say things I don't want to say by being ridiculous. Because it's ridiculous. To say he had nothing to do with it. And that's basically what you're saying. You're saying, well, he didn't have anything to do with it. He didn't have anything to do with them winning. I mean, it's all Brady. It wasn't all Brady. Who built the defense? Yeah, he had Lawrence Taylor. But a lot of teams have outstanding players. And yeah, Lawrence Taylor's a Hall of Famer. <clears throat> He was a dominant player. He was a defensive player of the year probably more than once. I don't remember. But, I mean, he, he was a good coach. He is a good coach. He still is. He, he, he's older. You know, he's 71 or 17. Probably, he probably, you know, don't want to, his heart, his, his ability, his drive, his want to is not there. He's not 42. He's not 52. He's 71 or 72. You know, after a while, you run out of steam. Uh, believe me, I'm not a Belichick. You know I'm not a Belichick fan. Don't make me defend that guy. But you have to when you come on and say moronic statements. <sighs> conversation. I'd like to know how he has a conversation with somebody when they go to dinner. 
maybe you can take me to dinner and I'll just sit there and nod my head like one of those things on the dashboard, you know, like a little German Shepherd on the dashboard. Nod its head, you know, right there. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I like that dog. <laughs> take a dog and throw it out the window. You're talking about a little, pla- little plastic furry toy, you know, a German Shepherd on your... Well, you know, it's you know six inches high, and you throw it out the window. I'm not talking about a real dog. You don't throw real dogs out. I just want to fact check him real quick, uh, and not to be rude, but Belichick was involved in drafting Tom Brady. I, I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. He, he was there. He was hired. He he was hired by the Jets. He quit after one day, and he went to New England. And he had to be there in time for the draft. He he's got an exact uh, quote about him having Tom Brady as the highest value pick. At the time of the draft where they picked him, and Whoa. that's why they took him off the board. It was sixth round or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the sixth round. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, yeah. You know, just have a, let's have a dialogue, Max. I'm happy to do that. All right. Uh, just to update you a little bit here on uh, NFL and standings, because we're getting into this part of the season where we're making the turn for home. And that's a fact, Jack, uh, that the, this is what's happening. Uh, Miami's a, uh, what, a game up on the Jets at 4-3. and three. The Jets are 4-3. and three. Miami's played two more games because my, uh, Miami hadn't had a bye. And they get one this coming week. And the Jets have had a bye, and they haven't played this weekend. So <clears throat> Jets win. They're 5-3 and three and a half game back. Buffalo's 5-4. and four which is a tie with the Jets, but it's a lower percentage there, winning percentage, because they've got one more win but one more loss, which is equivalent to 500, brings you down. Baltimore, they are, they are kicking butt and taking names. 7-2 and two with a thrashing of Seattle. They say, what, 37-3. to three. Pittsburgh's in second, and so is Cleveland, so is Cincinnati. Cincinnati is 1-3, they won four in a row. Burrow is healthy, and that, it looks like it, and they're playing good football now. Uh, but Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati all tied at 5-3. Jacksonville, 6-2. and two. Um, I think they had a, a bye yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, let's see, Houston's 4-4, four and four, two back. Kansas City, 7-2. and two. Vegas is 4-5. and five. Chargers, Denver, it's, Kansas City's already won the division. They just... Philadelphia, the wins had separation yesterday for Dallas. Five and three, eight and five, two and a half games back is Dallas after that. Now, Philly's got to play in Dallas, and that'll happen uh, down the road. Philadelphia is open this week. Jalen Hurts can get better. He's, he's banged up. He's got a leg, or a thigh, a hip, something. He's, he's banged up. This will give him time. Detroit was off last week. They played uh, this coming week at the Chargers. They're 6-2 and two in lead Minnesota by a game and a half. And New Orleans, 5-4. and four. Atlanta, 4-4. Four and four. Tampa, 3-5. and five. San Francisco and Seattle now both tied at 5-3. and three. Seattle took the thrashing just at the hands of the Ravens. San Francisco we had a bye, so they're tied. All right, Espo, what do you have for us? Espo, thanks for calling. Hey, buddy, out of, out of sheer boredom after that college football Saturday, which was fabulous, by the way, I watched some of the NFL yesterday. It's probably the first time I've really sat down in, I don't know, two years, maybe. <laughs> come on, now. Okay. Come on, whoa, whoa, you're I, a Steeler God, fan. No, I, I haven't watched a whole game in two years. I, I mean, I've watched it a little bit here and there. I'm telling you, I tried to watch two yesterday. It is the National Flag League. They've got to change the rules. It's unwatchable. And those ticky-tack penalties for touching a guy, I'm, just, I'm done with it. It's flag football. It's ridiculous. And this is coming from a personal injury lawyer 
for these brain injuries. It's absurd. <laughs> and it's utterly – they've gone so far to the other side. It's not football. I don't know what it is. It's, it's lingerie league. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch it. I, I mean, it's, college football's bad. I mean, they make mistakes. The referee is not great. But good golly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that Eagles and Cowboys <laughs> game, I mean, every time they touch somebody, it was a penalty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. they, they got to change the rules. They need to go back, make them all sign waivers, and let's go back. You don't have to be crushing people. I mean, like that cheap shot the Alabama kid did on the LSU quarterback. Oh, man. That was a cheap shot. He, uh, boy, he jacked his shot. jaw, didn't he? Yeah, and they'd made a statement the week before they were willing to take the penalty to get him out of there. They sure did. Well, that's, um, that's a wrong statement to yeah. make. No, they, they, they made that statement. I mean, that, that was on the SEC board, and, of course, those guys never lied. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, I believe it, and uh, no, that 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 was the difference. That kid was lighting him up, three hundred yards in three quarters. I mean, I mean, and let me tell you, he's something special. I mean, I've watched him now oh, man. for two years. He's something special. Oh man, he um, he played he three quarters, two hundred nineteen yards passing, one hundred sixty three rushing. He had three hundred eighty two total yards from scrimmage, uh-huh. and he only played three quarters. <laughs> Listen, and that, and that neighbors, uh, he, neighbors is as good a wide receiver as I've ever seen in college football. And I've seen a lot of wide receivers. Yeah. That kid is on. And he, now listen, he drops easy ones, but man, does he make fabulous catches! And boy, can he get open against teams that know he's going to try to get open. You know, it's double team and doesn't work. But uh, anyway, that, all that being said, that's a much more watchable football game than anything I saw Sunday. I watched a lot of games Sunday because I was again I was bored, uh, and I'm thinking, how can people watch us every week? For me, who grew up in the '70s on real football, this is a pale, pale shadow of that. Sucks, really does. And the quarterback plays bad too. Just so you know, uh, the quarterback uh, play. Which quarterback played bad? All of them. Oh. Matt Jones is terrible. Yeah, back, yeah. If they were playing, if they had a decent quarterback, he missed a lot of open spot, open passes. I mean, Washington would have lost that game if they had a decent quarterback. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL, and he can't hit a guy on a seven yard out wide open. He can't do it. No. It's like, where is the ball going? <laughs> Listen, and Dak Prescott, who played okay, he, you know, down the stretch, what, what's he doing? Where's who's he throwing it to? Unbelievable football. Okay, it's, I don't know. I don't know whether. The money has corrupted the training. I think that's what's going on. It doesn't look like the guys are getting enough reps to do anything. Everybody holds on every play. The offensive line play is, I don't know where that is. Um, and the defensive play is probably a little better. But those kids, those guys are such a handicap, you can't lay a hand on a receiver. They go downfield, yeah. and they're beating the receiver up, even when the ball's one yard away. They're going hanging all uh, over them. They're holding their uh, – Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, that's one play. But most of them, if they touch them, if they, if they grab their arm at all, it's 50. Well, I saw a pass yesterday in the New England game. The uh, receiver, I don't know, it wasn't Samuel. He was out. It might have been. I don't know if it was crap. Deami Brown was going down the sideline. Maybe it was him. And the yeah. uh, and the defender just grabbed his. It was coming to his left shoulder because he's going down the right sideline. Yeah. And dag on it. If I mean, he just grabbed his arm and held his left arm so he couldn't raise it up. We see that all the time. That's I see that, it all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's. 
uh, and no, no one would fault you, but I'm talking about where they just touch arms, you know. <laughs> and then there was what was that? What was that crazy play on the punt return? The the uh, hold. Did you see that call against New England? The holding against New England. I saw the whole game. Got his arm in front, and this kid just fakes the hold. The, the Redskins oh. just fakes the hold. Yeah, that yeah. He grabbed ridiculous. him kind of on the shoulder and hit him from behind at the same oh, time. Yeah. Wow. Oh, he, he couldn't <laughs> have flicked a fly off his jersey with that kind of hold. And and the kid goes down like you know he's got hit with Hurricane Irene, and and the idiot officials dumped the flag. I mean, come on, man. It's not the girls' league. Unbelievable. I don't, I don't know how you watch it. I really don't. I tried to. I really did try. Now, I, I got through two and a half games. But, boy, I tell you, man, give me college football any day yeah. at any level. Those, those games. Can, I'll take Division three. Those, those four, those two games between Alabama, LSU, and Southern oh. Cal, Washington, I was flipping back and forth. we got to get to a pause, though, Espo. Right, so buddy. we got to hear Take from care. our fine sponsors. And, of course, you're one of them with our friend uh, Hobbo on Thursdays. Absolutely. You and uh, Shilling. Yeah, big, so, yep, he's doing a great job. Big fans of Hobbo. Yep. Big fans of Hobbo. All right, we'll take a pause. Johnny O, you're with us. We'll hang through the pause. We'll come to you first right out of the pause. Johnny O, Cowboy fan, longtime Cowboy fan. Stay with us. All right, good Monday morning to you. Mostly sunny skies today. A nice day with highs near 70 degrees. We'll see partly to mostly cloudy overnight. Not too cold, just the lower 50s tonight. And then for tomorrow, Tuesday, partly sunny, much warmer with highs up into the upper 70s. And that is your forecast from CBS 6, the weather authority of meteorologist Tom Patton. Have a great Monday. Wondering what's on tap this week? Just head to our website, our This Week on 1061 ESPN Richmond page, for a preview of what's to come on 1061 ESPN. You've probably heard. Yeah, Cowboys got beef. Uh, the timing was going to be there, being playing it there, but Johnny O is with us and uh, not trying to shovel it in your face there, Johnny O. How are you doing? Johnny O? I thought they were playing on Monday Night Football. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> I was watching a classic of uh, Bob and Ted and Carol and Alice yesterday, thinking I don't need to worry about any football because I thought they played tonight. <laughs> Man, I'm just, I messed up again. Oh, my. You did not. You watched it. Bob and Carol and Ted yeah. and Alice. Holy cow. You're going back about 50 years at least. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of what you – I'll quickly get to that. With, uh, before our the legend Mad Max was on, it crossed my mind yesterday, the, the official of the Cowboys-Eagles – I remember thinking to myself, it's a new generation of officials now because a lot of these young guys, you know, you're j- just seeing for the first time. And then you tell that story about too many officials still in their 60s. But, uh, yeah, I agree with Espo. Uh, in fact, Al, until, until that last drive 
<clears throat> I was thinking that, you know, the Eagles must be a bunch of saints because uh, they never get any flags thrown on them, <laughs> boy. And all of a sudden, he threw three of them on that last drive. But uh only thing I can say, Dak Prescott, for everything, he puts up a lot of numbers. He's not a smart football player. In fact, Jimmy, he, he's a dumb football player. Jimmy Johnson does not like dumb football players. He He's talented, but he's not smart. Uh, you, you can't take the sacks he was taking yesterday. And on that last play, I know it was going to be tough, but you can't throw the ball short of the end zone. Not 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 on the last play. Yeah. It's just he's not a smart football player, but I'll tell you where they lost that game. They lost it in the mid-second quarter in the first drive of the third quarter on kickoff special teams when Brandon Aubrey puts kicks the ball out of bounds mid-second quarter, sets him up at the 40 for a quick 60-yard TD. First drive, second quarter of kickoff. The young man they brought up from the taxi squad commits a personal foul on the kickoff. Ball at the 40. A quick 60-yard drive. Those two quick 60-yarders, that's what got them beat. And uh, that game was there for the taking. They don't know how to win, Al. They don't know how to – it's going on for years. They don't know how to win the big game uh, when it comes to the Niners or the Eagles. uh, I mean, things could change in January. I I imagine it'll be 11-6, 10-7 wild card, but – they just don't know how to win the big one. And Dak, for all his fantasy football numbers, he's just not a smart football player. And Espo's right. It's just way too many flags for the simplest of things. The uh, the touchdown, or the one was called not a touchdown. You're talking about where the, was it the tight end where his knee was on the one foot line? That one, is that one you're talking about? Oh, that too. But uh, no, he was... I'm talking about the very last. Well, that, I think Ferguson, Greg uh, Olson explained that well. Mm-hmm. He put that on Ferguson when he uh, when he cut to the middle. He said he's got to get that linebacker off of uh, Schoonmaker. No, he was down. I'm talking about the very last play. After the sack that he shouldn't have taken, they had five seconds left, and he threw the ball. CD catches it at the three and it's tackled. I know the Eagles are playing a blanket defense. You got to put that ball into the end zone and hope for the best. Yeah. Catching it at the three with no time left doesn't do you any good. Uh, the, the knee, you know, the knee down. The, that's uh, that's up to the receiver. He's got to make sure he's in the end zone. Uh, you know, you, you know, the quarterback can only throw it where it's where it's open. And uh, I mean, I, I like Prescott. I think he's a good quarterback. Now I, I never don't know what his football IQ is, but I mean, he's a good good quarterback. He's solid, and uh, you know. <laughs> I would have had him for all these years, but uh, I mean that's based on what we've had, <laughs> you know. The last, I oh, think, no, I, I, I think I, we I have a quarter. Did. I think we have a quarterback now. <laughs> yeah, well, Sam Howell was going to be a first rounder yeah. until the uh, couple years ago. The Tar Heels and him had subpar years. Yes, and uh, yes, he was going to be ACC Player of the Year, but uh, Tar Heels had a bad year. He had a subpar year. Thus, he falls to the fifth round. But uh, yeah, well, I uh, I trade for you right now. I trade you straight up, Hal for Prescott. Well, I'd like to keep Hal around, see how he does. 
uh, you know, says, hey, listen, you talk about them winning 10 or 11. Four of your next five games are at home. And it's and here's here's a, you got the Giants this week. Now, you'll whip the Giants. Then you go to your one road game in this five game set. You got at Carolina. If you don't win that game, it'll be an investigation. That's two wins. Uh, then you get Washington on Thanksgiving. That's three wins. Seattle at home. Well, I, I, that's what I don't know, Al. I don't know what Red Mander team will show up. Uh, Red Mander. That could be a win. It could be a loss. That's not in the bag by any means. No, it's in the bag. Uh, I like the name, though. Red Mander. I have to start using that, Johnny. Uh, Then they get Seattle at home. And look what the Ravens did to Seattle. They they exposed Seattle yesterday. Uh, Ravens are probably better better than the Cowboys. But uh, you should win that. So right there, you've got four wins stacked the rest of November. Then you get Philadelphia down there on the 10th after a 10-day break as you play two Thursdays in a row. NFL always bending backward for the for the Cowboys. So then after Philadelphia, you go to Buffalo and Miami, uh, then Detroit at home, and then at Washington. So, you know, you're up to nine wins when that little tougher stretch comes, and that's at Buffalo, at Miami, Detroit, and at Washington. Yeah, you know, so we'll see. You I mean, you're up to nine wins by the end of November, then Philadelphia's a toss-up, you know, so you're going to win more than 10 or 11. I think you'll end up with probably 11 or 12. I'll go that way. It's just uh, hey, they got to figure out, man, how how to come through in the clutch. It's just the Eagles. They know how to do it. I mean, they keep they stopped them twice there. Then at the goal line, they just the Eagles are a ferocious bunch. And that Jalen Hurts, uh, hell, you remember his first two years at Alabama? Yeah, I, I never saw this coming. I didn't think he was a passing quarterback at Alabama no. at all. No. The only thing I saw was like the old Barry Switzer. Run the wishbone, run the play, you know, run the, uh, what, what's that, that chalk read option. Yeah. But I never knew that he was the passer of any, of no. any substance. And he wasn't. When they, when they were playing Georgia, and it's either the title game or the uh, championship of the SEC. One, I think it was the title game. And they were losing with Hurts. And Alabama crowd just coming to the big house. I told the, the president, the guy Bobby Brown, said to him, listen, man, y'all got to get uh, Tua in there. He can throw the deep ball better than Hurts. Hurts then went to Oklahoma for a year. I guess it was under Lincoln Riley, right? So he learned how to pass the ball. And he, he learned in Philadelphia how he's tougher than Chinese arithmetic. And he's uh, he's evolved. He's evolved. He is a good quarterback. He's not a, yeah. He, he's not, his passing is, is good. It's not great. It's good. He doesn't throw for a ton of yards, but he runs for touchdowns. And, and he, he he runs. A, you feel like he's in complete control when he's a quarterback. He's not managing the game. He's getting Philadelphia to win. He's uh, he's tough. He's a man. I like I like Hurts from a distance. You know, I mean, I'm an Eagle fan, so I'm not gonna like him but so much. But I like his talents. I like Jalen Hurts' talent. Balance. And uh, and uh, he is he's he's very good at what he does, and that's win football games. Yep, that's no doubt about that. Yep, yep, and he's All gonna right, be around, he'll be around for a while. What's that? I said he'll be around for a while. They're gonna win the division again, first time of a repeat since they did it back in '04. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say you talk about bending over backwards. What's all this, man? Uh, <laughs> The Chargers are in prime time for the third time in the last month, either Sunday night or Monday night. I, I'm a little tired of uh, <laughs> seeing the Chargers, man. I tell you this, uh, I don't, you know, what's I know that they're in L.A., but uh, 
NFL well, only dropped the ball thinking they were going to be a formidable team to have them on primetime well, three, three times a month. I'll give you a hint as to why they were on primetime. Uh, on October 16th, they played at Dallas. On October 22nd, they played at Kansas City. So the draw there is Dallas and Kansas City. They just happen to be the opponent, my opinion. Uh, and, and the Jets, remember, were supposed to have fruitcake. Uh, fruitcake Rogers at the helm. So that's why they're on these uh, games on Monday, Sunday, and Thursday night is because of uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and the fruitcakes and then Kansas City and Dallas. It's not so much the Chargers, it's the opponents that's getting them into these games. Yeah, well, Cowboys got uh, Tommy DeVito in the four seasons – <laughs> Next week is, they got to be able to uh, handle that one. You remember yeah. Tommy DeVito, the original member, founding member of the uh, Four Seasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long time ago. Uh, we got to yeah, roll. Man. We got to roll, dog. Right, Thank bye. you, Johnny Oak. Keep the faith. Okay. Uh, I know you're you're a Cowboy fan since you're a toddler and a great all time caller here of the show. So keep calling in, uh, Johnny O. Thank you. All right, better. All right, take care. All right, we'll take a pause. It's 47 after. We'll come back and wrap up tomorrow. Coach Huseman will be with us tomorrow. And I believe after that, we're fairly wide open. Wednesday, we have – I'm going to try to get a hold of Parney because they do have their um, – what do they have coming up? The, uh, the, the uh, hot stove on the 16th with Sean Casey. And then, of course, we'll have Averett and uh, Habo in on Wednesday. Habo will be in Thursday talking football, brought to you by Schilling and Esposito. And uh, that's Thursday and Friday. I don't know, right up, wide open as of right now. No racing, but we'll get more. We'll get more done. All right, stay with us right here, 1061 ESPN. I'm Big Al. You're listening to Sports Fund. Alan on the other side of the glass. In today, we've got you covered. You can find full replays of all our shows and interviews at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Some guitar playing. Stevie Ray Vaughan. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I was reading about, I wrote about it in the opening today about, uh, I talked about and wrote about it uh, this morning in Alabama, LSU, Southern Cal in Washington. It's about 10.09 p.m. and 1.01 to go, I think, in the, in the, in the Alabama, LSU game. And Southern Cal was right behind them, even though they started earlier. Uh, 1.01 to go in the third quarter. Anyway, they played 44 minutes of uh, of uh, foot, you know, 41 and 44. I said that wrong earlier. They played 85 minutes of football between these two teams, right around 85 minutes. They put up 140 points at that point. Uh, and they, the total yardage at that point was 1,642 yards between the four te- among the four teams between the two games last uh, Saturday night. Saturday night just passed. Um, Johnson for Washington ran for 256. And uh, Penix for Washington passed for 256. They had a total of 573 yards. Uh, Caleb Williams passed for 312. Jones ran for a buck 27, 485. They had 1,058 yards in the Washington Southern Cal game. All right, let's go to Tuscaloosa and see what's going on. Daniels, golly, 
these guys, Jalen Milrow for Alabama has turned up the wick. He was running parallel in the fourth quarter, I think it was, to the to the end zone, across the field. That guy made a right-hand turn like on a, you know the old saying, you know, turn on a dime, you can stop on a dime and return nine-cent change. Well, you see, he's going parallel. All of a sudden, he just turns right and boom! He hits hyperspeed and he's in the end zone. And this guy, Daniels, boy, what a talented young man he is on a football field. He played three quarters, accumulated 382 total yards. He got a concussion. <coughs> a bit of a cheap shot, it looked like it could have been. It was definitely a foul underneath the chin and landed on his body. Dan, uh, um, what's his name? Daniels for LSU had already been tossed around like a rag doll most all night by Alabama. He's tough. He's thin, but he's tough. And he got, he got, he, one time he, he got, he got hit by one guy. An Alabama guy comes, hits off the ground. It wasn't, it didn't look on purpose, but sideways into his body. I mean, whew, he was taking some licks. He was like that Timex, you know, taking a lick and keep on ticking. Anyway, uh, Williams threw for 312 for Southern Cal. Jones ran for a buck 27. Uh, for, for, um, uh, LSU. 219 passing for Daniels, and he ran for a buck 63. For Alabama, Milrow uh, ran for 219. Jalen Milrow ran for 219. He passed, excuse me, passed for 219. Same as Daniels. They both had 219 passing. He ran for a buck 55. He had 374. Total for LSU, 478. And for Alabama, 580 in yards. So they had, guess what? 1,058 yards total. Same as da 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 Southern Cal Washington combined for. Both those games put up exactly 1,058 yards each. Uh, phenomenal that they would end up on the same number of these two great slugfest Donnie Brooks. These things were like two heavyweights going at it. Uh, both games were all four teams. It was, it was heavyweights that were just throwing, throwing some leather. Man, they were. Ugh. It was just fun to watch Saturday night. That's what was what Espo was talking about. I don't know if he stayed and watched all those, but that's that was great. Liberty won. JMU uh, uh, put the Quahitas on Georgia State. Randolph making one and Cam Sydney won. Virginia Union beat Virginia State. Virginia Tech got crushed. Virginia got beat badly. Uh, the red shirt, uh, you know, the red shirts now off Calandria, uh, you know, because he had to come in because uh, Musket got hurt. VCU buyers ran for a buck fifty-five and uh, VUU not VCU. They don't have football yet. They ain't gonna. Union beat State thirty twenty. Give you a little just a snapshot. Some good college football. Notre Dame got beat by Clemson. Uh, Georgia won by what ten or nine over uh, over Missouri. Uh, Michigan won. Ohio State, Florida State, Washington. Of course, we told you Washington won. Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Penn State, Mississippi all won. Ole Miss moved to number ten. Louisville's number eleven now. So anyway, just a little snapshot as we wrap up today. What's going on out there? We're winding down to our last couple of minutes right here. I've got a list of the games. Virginia's at Louisville Thursday night, and they're an 18 half point dog. They beat Tech by 31. What do you think's going to happen? Uh, what do we got? The game of the weekend right now that I see is Michigan at Penn State. Uh, Boston College will host Virginia Tech. They're a slight favorite. Old Dominion's a big dog to Liberty, 13 and a half. Madison's a 26 and a half over UConn. And that's about it for the locals. Virginia Tech's a th- the two and a half point dog at Boston College. Those are your locals that I have right here in front of us. Uh, what a great, a great football was good. I mean, yesterday, you know, Miami, Kansas City, Washington, New England, Philadelphia, Dallas, and Buffalo, Cincinnati. Also, it was a great documentary last night on National Geographic, JFK, One Day in America. Uh, I don't know if they're going to run that on National Geographic, 871 on your Comcast, but it's well worth watching. And if you believe like I believe, Oswald did not act alone.
somebody else was involved shooting that day. And I, I believe that for years. And Griper sent me four books on it. I called him yesterday and said, this thing is on tonight. You might want to watch it. So I hope Griper got to see some of it. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jackie Kennedy, when Linda, uh, when, uh, Linda Bird, Linda Bird Johnson, what's her name? Lady Bird, Lady Bird Johnson said to her, we'd like to change your dress. She said, no, I want them to see what they did. Them to see what they did. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. She knew where the shots were coming from. Oh, boy. I, you know. Yeah, by the way, it'll be 60 years on the 23rd of this month. If you ever want to read a good book, read Stephen King out of his genre. He wrote, he wrote a great book, 112363. It's a very entertaining, fictional, mixed with some history in there. Only as uh, Stephen King can do. All right, we're out of time. Thanks to callers. Thanks for all you guys that listened in. Thank you, Alan, on the other side of the glass. The first day full-time. Thank you, Hoss. You did a great job. And I want to thank all of our, uh, of course, our, our sponsors. We would not be here without them. Need for other products and services. Go see them. They'll take care of you. Jamie King, back at 7 tomorrow. We're back at 8. Thanks for listening. Your home for Richmond Spiders.